0: Coming up this week, Luigi and his cousins dance for guests, Anaheim releases streetcar plans, and Great Wolf Lodge has its official grand opening. Plus, later, Nancy continues her look at Disneyland for Kids. All that coming up next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition, episode 555 for the week of March 6th, 2016. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson. Hey! Mary Jo Malata-Willie. Hello! And Michael Bowling.
1: Hey there, hi there, ho there.
0: Oh, hello everyone. How was your <laughs> week?
1: Wet. Yes. <laughs> Yay, thank you. Busy. Yeah, really.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um,
2: Exciting, we saw Zootopia this morning.
0: Did you? Good, good. We we'll we'll saw it on Exciting. Saturday. What did you think, Michael?
1: Uh, well, are we going to talk about it later on? I don't know. Dancy just brought it up, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was very well done. She didn't. She didn't hear our conversation. No, apparently earlier. not. Um, <laughs> uh, or she decided just. To, well, yeah, you no. asked
2: how our week was. That was my okay. topper of my week.
1: Okay, I hear it's really good. No spoilers, please. Well, I at least she didn't it. say. Oh, and you know what? I've read in the news. This <laughs> and they all die. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was very good, but I'll save my comments for when we had agreed to. Okay, cool. Yes, it sounds lovely. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, I got to
3: see Teresa. I okay. Went, I had a business trip last week.
0: Oh, Teresa in Orlando, yeah.
3: I w- yeah, I was going to get there. Um, not Teresa in Phoenix. Yeah. Um, but, Or uh, Teresa I in the had, chat
0: room, or I don't know.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I um had a business in Melbourne, Florida, and so mm-hmm. I kind of did a, a roundabout way to get there, and I went by the Diz Welcome Center. Which okay. is over by the cruise lines, uh-huh. and said hello to Teresa. So we had a nice chat over there and everything. So it was cool. It was it's it's nicely set up, yes, uh-huh. and not far from the cruise ships. So
1: did you get Very a cool. free gift? I didn't. What? What? How cheap?
3: They they give free <laughs> gifts.
0: Yeah, for it if you're a customer.
3: Well, uh, that's all right. They could leave them for the clients because I I do have a lot of. Um, I saw I almost bought another T shirt, but I already have three Diz T shirts. <laughs> so, but it, it was fun running into her, not that we, and we talked nothing, we didn't mention anything about the Diz or podcasts or, <laughs> I'm kidding. It was like nice. the majority of our conversation, nice. <laughs> but it was fun.
0: Uh, speaking of fun, I want to say hello to our friends listening live on, at on Mixler. If you want to listen live every Sunday night, beginning at 7 p.m. Pacific, head to Mixler.com, look for uh, Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition. And you will find us there and join the chat. We have lots of lots of regulars that join us every week and keep us honest. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> um, and we we met some listeners in the park this this weekend. Um, one of them we uh, Merjo was periscoping. Yeah, that's, that's how unusual, that, right? That, that, right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Um, well, during, I, it was cool at the, at the beginning with, of our lunch,
3: yeah, I was there and, with you and Tony, so I, yeah, I thought it'd be neat so people could actually see you and Tony, and right, and you know,
0: because we'll talk about that lunch in a few weeks. But um, so I remember, she was periscoping, and somebody was in the parks and saw her, so that she was periscoping, and came and stalked. I mean, sorry, um, came over the to the restaurant and waved at me, and I'm like. Don't, don't just wave and and, and shout, it, shout it over the across the crowd. Love your podcast. Thanks. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. Get over here. Get over here. So he came over and we, uh, we well, got to can meet we Jeff. Who so. it was? It was, yeah, it was nice Jeff. seeing him. Yeah, it was Jeff.
3: It was Jeff. And, and one of the things is, I wish we had more time to to chat with him. Right. It would have been really nice. Yeah.
0: But we were eating, so. Actually, we weren't eating, but yeah. But we were chatting with the waitress. <laughs> yeah,
3: trying to, trying
0: to extensively. order. Extensively. Um. So, uh, you know, we we're not we're not famous, or we're not that famous. We don't 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 feel you can not interrupt us. and
3: We're very approachable. Say, I say, think that's yes, yes, yes. It.
0: even if we're with our families, especially if I'm with my family, because that's really really cool for people to come over and say, "I listen to it when my son is sitting there," because just yeah, you know, makes me look like a cool dad. <laughs> Notice
3: how I chuckled at that. Also, oh, we ran yeah, into Carissa. She's a fellow yeah. diva mm-hmm. and her son, Connor. Yep. And that was that was fun running into them on Main Street.
0: And do you remember the gentleman's name we ran into at um, Luigi's.
3: Oh, he was there with his brother. Yeah. Um, anyway, I can. It was I great, great to meet you him? as well. Yes.
0: So that was really, really cool. All right. Um, let's see what else we want to talk about. Our other slate of Diz Unplugged shows, make sure you listen to the Dreams Unlimited Travel show, comes out every Monday. Um, the Diz Unplugged Orlando show, live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific. Um, and the Diz Universal show, every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific, so be sure you listen to all those. And of course, the Daily Fix is every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You'll find that at WDWinfo.com slash Daily Fix. Um, I have a few housekeeping. So let me do one real quick one. I, last week I talked about um, Knott's, Knott's Berry Farms, um, all the, the renovations and stuff like that. And I missed one thing about the the Mrs. Knott's Chicken Dinner Restaurant. They talked about instead of, you know, how if you've been there, you know you wait in line
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, a lot. So now they're going to add a service where they will text you when your table's ready. And in addition, on bus- the busiest days like Easter or Thanksgiving or something like that, they will be taking reservations on Open Table. So.
1: Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's kind
0: of cool.
3: On Open Table, that is really nice. Yeah. Very convenient.
0: Right, exactly. exactly. On the, what,
3: two busy days of the right.
0: year? Right, well, I mean, I don't know. They, they, those, those are just some of the examples, but. Okay. Maybe Mother's... Isn't it busy on Mother's Day or something like that? But anyway. um, Other thing I, n- I noticed <clears throat> while I was coming in... Not the first two times I got um through the metal detectors, but the third time that I didn't get through the metal detectors, that I didn't have to go through the metal detectors, they had Disneyland security manning some of the uh metal detectors tents instead of the event staff. So I'm not. May, I'm thinking maybe they're starting to transition over. Did you notice that, Mary Jo?
3: I didn't notice that.
0: Yeah. So I mean, mo- there was uh, there were like three, three or four of the tents, and a couple of them had the the guys in the yellow jackets, yellow and blue jackets, and then there was one at least that had actual Disneyland security running that running the um, the metal detectors. So that's kind of cool. Um. Okay, I have a couple more, but any any everybody else have housekeeping.
1: I do. I have a couple. Okay, go well, for it, it's Michael. One, but um, last week I went over the, oh the um, oh what is it? The, I'm trying to get something to display here to go. I went over some of the events that we talked about at the Walt Disney Family Museum, right? And they have a couple of other um, items that have come up. And they have a couple of some more members events coming up, and I'm just bringing those up right now. Uh, They have um, the Teen Animation Festival International is going to be held at the Walt Disney Family Museum. And it's for artists ages 13 through 18, and it's going to take place April 30th through May 1st. This used to be called the Bay Area Teen Animation Festival but uh, they're they're now spo- the museum is now sponsoring it. So the reason I'm announcing this so early is because you young animators have until March 28th to submit your work for consideration. Um previous awards have included family memberships to the Walt Disney Family Museum, portfolio reviews with professionals, And one-on-one time with industry professionals and studio tours. So just go on to waltdisney.org slash T-A-F-I Taffy for the Teen Animation Festival International and find out a little more about that. And this is open to to teens around the world from 13 to 18. a couple, another thing that they're having is they're having a special Bambi screening in honor of Tyrus Wong, who you remember, uh, I did a actual uh, episode on him a while back on the art of Tyrus Wong. He is um, 105 years old and he is still an active animator and artist and he uh, he's probably best known for the background work that he did on Bambi which is still referred to for use in films like Finding Nemo so they're going to be showing um, Bambi on March 19th and 20th so again you can go online and look at that. And they're also going to, um, talk about the artwork. The, there is a documentary that's being prepared on him. So you'll hear a little more about that. So, um, so anyway, and you you want to hear more about the events for Tyrus Wong? There's, um, there's a website on the Walt Disney site that you can go to for that. And that's about it. Oh, Saturday, March 19th is, um, member for a day. So if you're a member, of the museum. There's a whole list on the website of museums that you will get free admission to for that day. Nice. So, and so, um, yeah, so that's about it. Very cool. Okay. Speaking of
0: museums, um, <laughs> Mary Jo and I went and checked out the new exhibit at the Disney gallery. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's focused on the trains of the Disney nine resort that are not running currently. Mm-hmm. Um, and some cool, some cool memorabilia, some artwork. Um, one of the things I found really interesting is not is none of that, uh, <laughs> but they had but they had lots of informational stuff on the walls. There's one big post, not poster, but sign talking about the history of the Lily Bell. But then there's another one that gives bios of the five gentlemen that the trains are named after.
3: I thought that was which, really which is kind of cool.
0: Yeah, so you know, number one and it has the name number two and it has and then tells about what. Why they're, you know, who they're named after, which is kind of cool. What, what was your favorite thing in there, Major?
3: That would probably be my favorite, but I also like the menu from the Disneyland Hotel that was, um, like it was on a train. Mm-hmm. It was a children's menu from the Disneyland Hotel and, um, something from Diane Disney Miller that had a little, the little, had a little quote from her about how much her father loved the trains and right. had a little, like a medal, I think it was on the little placard on there. So I like the exhibits that they had in the middle of the floor.
0: Oh, the, the Look magazine.
3: Oh, that was really cool also.
0: that was, was It was something about her, Diane Busy Miller, right?
3: I still think they should give that to Michael.
1: Right. <laughs> is it blessed. the one where she wrote about her father? Yes. Yeah. I have it.
3: Oh, do you? Okay. <laughs> yes. So
1: you can have that one then, Major.
0: All right.
1: <laughs> um, so this is different from the railroad exhibit they did a couple of years ago.
0: Yeah, um, it yeah, it looked it looked It was different. more the
1: Disney park trains that they did.
0: Yeah, this well, is all so- this is all Disneyland.
1: Oh good. Yeah. Okay. And there's
0: a there's a little bit of artwork in like one corner of the of the Disneana the the center room, but not a lot. It's not like they normally would with covering the all the walls with with train content. It's just a little bit of of other stuff in there.
3: I, it's a neat few minutes to take out to, yeah. to go see some of the history of Disneyland and the thoughts that went into the tr- putting the trains up. I really like the bios, though. I thought that was really cool. Yeah.
0: I'm glad they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so in in other artwork news, <laughs> not, um, you, you know, we go to Disneyland a lot, and we don't always go in the s- same shops. Well, this may have been there, like, for months, but I just noticed it. Um, in Sarge's, they have a huge model of Radiator Springs and I'm like, okay, I, I've got to ask about this. So I asked the, 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 um, cast member and she said it was from the expo and it's, it's Mattel toys that they're selling now. It's kind of like department 56 for kids. Oh, wow. So it's models of all the buildings in Radiator Springs that you can buy and take home. But you know they... what it
3: kind of reminds me of, though? Mm. You know in Beetlejuice how he's doing the model of the town? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it reminded me of because it's, it's like walking, it's a miniature version of, of Carsland. Yeah,
0: it's a miniature version of Carsland. Yeah, it's not even Radiator It's actually, I think it actually is Carsland. I'm not, looks more like more accurately Carsland, but. Um, but currently there are two pieces out. There's uh, Flo's VA Cafe and um, um, uh, Fillmore's, and they're they're lit. They have you, know, you, they're the the lights work on them. All the neon lights, or not Leah, but yeah, I mean, the lights work. But and then the um the they have they have cars to go along with them. So Ramon is out. You can purchase Ramon to go along with this set. But they have the all the all the all the buildings laid out in like styrofoam with everything in the right place with the street the the um, blinking yellow light and but they are pricey like Department Fifty Six is okay so it it has been there so okay so yeah somebody in Mixler is telling me that we suck and that it's been there for months no Um, she
3: said well since mid-december you said since the expo so it was after the expo okay all right fine so that's in line with what you
0: were saying okay cool (laughs) when we just noticed it um but they are pricey the v flows v8 cafe is about 100 bucks and i think Fillmore's was 55 55, right
3: yeah
0: the car's a little cheaper the car was only like 12 dollars so,
3: yeah, but but it still is, more it's really
0: really. Uh, I could I could have stood there in there just
1: looking at the thing for I
3: have to drag them out,
1: yeah, yeah. Be, by the ear. I'm looking at it online, it looks cool. Yeah. I think there's something similar that is a Disneyland model because I've seen that on Facebook and stuff, people putting it together. Okay,
0: well, I know like they have the the Elshevsky pieces, but yep. those are,
1: yeah, no, this is one that would like. Looks just like this style. Okay. But it's Disneyland. I haven't seen those, because yeah, I would, I, I would have know. started buying them. <laughs> yeah, I think I would have, too. <laughs> I have to find out where those are from. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, so, a couple weeks ago, Mary Jo got to experience the and Waltz Footsteps tour, and we have done, you had done a segment, what, about a year ago?
3: Oh, no, it's been longer than that. Okay.
0: Um but i will put a link in the show notes page but tell us what what's what's different about it any any updates to it
3: well well what i really liked about it is <coughs> is the cast member that gave the tour um we had estevan
0: estevan
3: estevan yeah he was okay. fantastic and he basically told us that they do try to tailor the tour so that it's the same experience for everybody so that you're not thinking you're getting um a better experience from one cast member to another. <laughs> but he told us stories that I had never heard before, or maybe I forgot, which is, that could happen too. But there were four of us who went, including my daughter Kelly and Chris and Leslie, who were kind of like the tour buddies at Disneyland. that We do a lot of tours together. And all four of us thought it was a fantastic tour. Of course, they don't do Walt's, uh, Walt's apartment anymore. But instead, we got to visit the Dream Suite. And we spent some time in the Dream Suite. And of course, I'm not going to, spoil any of the surprises in there or anything like that but I we there was a certain part where we were up there and we got actually got tears in our eyes just because it was just so touching um everything that they that they do up there and the, you know what went behind putting everything together over there so um they don't allow you to take pictures in the dream suite but they're, but they will take a picture of you in the living room portion of it so the rides that we got because we don't get to go on the train anymore. So we got to go on Alice in Wonderland. Well, it, they take you on Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland wasn't running, so we got a fast pass. Oh, I know. So we got but we did get a fast pass to return anytime that day with six people. So that was I thought that was really nice that they did that. And then we went on it's a it's a small world. Um and just I just want to emphasize that walk and walks Walk in Walt's Footsteps Tour is basically everything that Walt had something to do with. So you're not going to go into Toontown. You're not going to go into Critter Country because Walt Disney did not have anything to do with those lands. So you're touching on everything that he had. And they still do the touches of listening to his voice in certain parts of the park. And that, along with the cast member dialogue, we just thought it was a fantastic, fantastic tour. We were really glad that we took it. This is the third time I took it. Our first time was in 2000. The second time was when they added Walt's apartment. And then the third time was we all wanted to try the dream suite. So we went on, we went there. But, um, Rob agrees with me. He says it's a great tour. I, I, I still recommend that even though it's a little bit pricey, I still recommend that tour, um, over the others at Disneyland. And then, of course, at California Adventure, the sister tour is the California story, but we it's really the, enjoyed it's it. It's like the
0: same price and.
3: It's the same price yeah. and you get to, in that one, you get to go into club oh, 1901. Oh,
0: 1901, that's right. You so
3: you do get that, that little perk that most guests don't get at Disneyland. We get club, um, we get the dream suite. You do not get to go to club 33 at all. In case anybody was wondering if that was ever going to happen, that's not going to happen. And there's no talk right now that they would admit to of going back to walk to Walt's apartment.
0: Uh, yeah. I, at one point, ahead. they were saying that. If the dream suite is ever occupied and they can't do the dream suite, Walt's apartment is the backup. Okay,
3: that makes sense. But I can see how I, Walt's apartment is so tiny. Right. And and, to have and not trains in there one and, or two times a day. Yeah,
0: and not accessible.
3: Correct. It so. isn't but even even if it weren't if that wasn't one of the reasons, I just think it would get worn down by so many people going yeah. through it all the time. Yeah. So I kinda like that it's more exclusive to perhaps the ABD tours, or like right. you said, like the backup and the dream suite was something that he was having built anyway for him. So it was, so it's not out of the, it, it's a good, it's, it's still kind of related.
0: Yeah. 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 It's a
3: good fit. And a lot of the items in there are things that Walt and Lillian had purchased, um, on their, for their own things. And it, it's just really cool to go over there. So the tour itself, it was, let me see, we started at 10, uh-huh. and 1.30, we were just finishing up and getting ready to eat. Wow. So it's a, it's a full tour and there's a lot of walking. So for those of you who want to know about, um, if you're in a, an ECV, you can keep up. The tour guides are, there, there were a few little hiccups. Um, like somebody forgot her purse in the Haunted Mansion <laughs> and we didn't have any. they didn't
0: forget their backpack at the restaurant. <laughs>
3: I, that, that person got the backpack back did right, you
0: get it back way. okay cool. yes. i'm sorry i just outed you you,
3: you just outed me <laughs> not only that they they had me in the system and say did you lose your wallet on may 22nd and that's when i was with you and michael and i'm like yeah i go I, I was hoping you guys wouldn't have kept that record but yeah they had it down but anyway for the uh, for the walk and waltz footsteps I don't recommend it for somebody with small children because it is long. It is talking a lot about the history of Disneyland and Walt's eyes. So a person would have to really be, um, a, a child would have to really be a fan and be willing to walk so much to go on there. And even usually the tour takes you on the train, but since the trains aren't running, we went to New Orleans square and we sat in the train for a little bit, which was a nice little respite. And he, um, our tour guide told us a little bit of history about the trains and, and about the, which I'm not going to tell you because you should take a tour. <laughs> but it was, it was fun.
0: Very cool.
3: Mm hmm. Oh, and they gave us, cause it was, we went during the annual pass holder days. So we got a special AP cookie. Nice. Um, yeah, and then the pin they gave us was a pretty awesome pin. It's one of those ones that opens up like a little book, and it has his opening speech in it.
1: Oh, nice!
3: Yeah, so I need to date these because I I leave the. It comes in a little postcard, and the postcard it says "Walk in Walt's Disneyland footsteps," and then the, it has the thick, the heavy pin, and then you open it up, and it's got um. It has on one side it has the partner statue. When you open it up and it says, um, "I think what I want Disneyland to be most of all is a happy place where adults and children can experience together some of the wonders of life," and then the other side is his opening speech, which I, I'm not going to read. So it's just, it's just a really nice memento. Uh, you
0: kind of should have that memorized, really. I know, right? <laughs> Take away your podcasting card. <laughs>
3: Disneyland <laughs> is your land. There you oh, go. I'm not going to go into that.
0: Um, any other housekeeping? Wow, cool! I thought we—I thought we had tons of housekeeping. All right. And I
3: just—I, I'm sorry. This is a just a continuation.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, uh, when we met up with Esteban, um, he said that there is a, one of his coworkers, Gajardo, is in Shanghai and listens to our show. Wow. So I told him that I would, um, do a shout out to Joe Gajardo in Shanghai, on behalf of Esteban. Okay. Yay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I thought it was—it's nice when um, cast members. I've—I've I've met a few cast members that listen to our show. Okay. So, so it's really nice.
0: And I just forgot that something I was going to talk about in housekeeping, and I totally forgot. Um, the one rapid fire that we didn't weren't going to use. What was it? The Frozen. I think. The fact that it's starting uh, in May. The fact that it's starting in May. Let's see. Oh, yep. we're not going to.
3: That,
0: that, that one wasn't one. That wasn't the housekeeping, or that wasn't a frozen, That wasn't a rapid fire. Yeah. Okay. So, Frozen at the official name is what Frozen at the live at the Hyperion um, comes oh,
3: weird
0: name. I know, right? Um, opens in May. Uh, May twenty seventh. Worst possible day ever.
3: Which is Memorial Day weekend, Memorial Day weekend, weekend right?
1: Memorial Day Friday. And well, at least they're not having a 24-hour event, right? Are, are, oh, they're
3: not? <laughs> that we know of. That we know, know of. I'm
1: just kidding. Um, so, uh, and
0: then, um, because that's coming, the, uh, the sing-along is glowing away, melting away, and what is the date on that? April? I
3: believe I'm so. I'm so
0: unprepared. I'm sorry. I... I we had a lot going on, and I think I. Anyway, the. Look it up. <laughs> You're too
2: funny. Some,
0: yeah, no. Sorry, guys. But the, the. We'll find the date. But April 16th, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I thought it was around that. April 16th and 17th. Uh, the sing along is melting away. So if you want to sing really, really loud. Um that's happening then all right time for news I knew dina would know that. yeah yeah um and yes dina in the chat room i'm going to talk about that okay cool um time for news do we talk about luigi or great wolf lodge first major you pick i wasn't asking nancy i said Mary I jo, know, but...
3: but i agree with nancy you pick
0: okay dang it okay um <laughs> let's talk about great wolf lodge i got to take a tour they had, it's been open for a couple weeks, but this, this, on Friday, they had the official grand opening moment. And due to Luigi, I missed it. Um, I felt really, really bad, but I, I thought I could get to DCA at Rope Drop and then ride Luigi once and then head straight over to the Great Wolf Lodge and it just didn't work out that way. But I did get a tour of, of the property which was really nice and thanks to uh, a fellow podcaster uh, from Skywalking Through Neverland yep. I got to take a look at the rooms so cool. and I um, so it's <coughs> excuse me sorry <coughs> I need drink of water um, it's not Disney. Um, I'll post some of the picture, pictures in the show notes page at www.disunplug.com but there is a ton of things to do there. You could, you could almost make this your vacation, but the, the theming is not up to Disney quality. So, you know, this is, they're all over the country and so in... Places where there isn't a Disneyland, you could they could probably get away with the theming that's there, but being a couple miles from Disneyland, yeah, they may need to up their game. Um, they have a huge water park, uh, indoor water park, um, with like a bunch of slides. There's a big tower with like the the family slides and you know group all different tube slides and things like that. There's a wave pool. There is a, a, um, like a sports pool where it has like, um, net climbing and basketball hoops and things like that. And there's the cutest infant or not infant, but like toddler, toddler pool. Hmm. That's a, like a sloping pool. So like zero entry pool. Um, and it has like almost kid replica little one replicas of some of the stuff that's in the, the structure for the bigger kids. So it has little baby slides. Yeah. That like a little one foot high slide that the little, uh, toddler was going down and a little, um, bucket that dumps, but it's like the size of a, like a, uh, sand pail that you use on the beach. So it just dumps a little bit of water. um, they have also have an outdoor pool area if you want to be outside. Um, so that and um, they were saying that in the pool area is only for guests of Great Wolf Lodge. So you have to be staying there to utilize the pool area.
3: So there's no like renting a cabana no. if you're not a guest? No, or something. they do have
0: cabanas, but you have to be a guest of the hotel to use the, the pool area. Now, that said, there are other cool things for non um non guests of and guests of great wolf Lodge um They have two restaurants they have a sit down restaurant and they have a buffet um they have a Dunkin Donuts, which is one of the first dunkin donuts in 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 Southern California. Um, they're, they're starting to expand into, into California, but, uh, people are really excited about Dunkin' Donuts. Um, they have their own pizza place. They have a huge arcade. They have an XD theater. Um, this was, yeah, like a big curved movie screen and four pods or four, four sets of two seats that remind me of the seats in um Minion Mayhem at Universal Okay. Okay, those kind of seats. Um but there were guns attached to it. So it was kind of like um Toy Story Midway Mania with moving seats and you know 3D. I don't know if it's 3D, I can't remember if it's 3D, but um but so like a motion simulator and you and you're shooting things. Um they have glow in the dark mini golf. A eight, eight a nine hole miniature golf course that's like black light. How fun! Um, they have a like a mini um, bowling alley. Uh, they have a kid's spa called Scoops, hmm. uh, so it's kind of a, a knockoff of Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, or but no, but they do like manicures and pedicures and things like that for the for the young ones. Um, they do like story time in the lobby. They have a. Let's see. I'm trying to think of what they're calling it, but there's a a show that happens in the lobby like three times a day, and it kind of reminds me of the animatronics you'd see at Chuck E. Cheese, where it's it's characters that that or almost like Bear Country, where they, they come up from the holes and, uh, oh my, yeah, and do a little show like a little singing, you know, just a little something. Um, well, I thought was really cool is they have two interactive experiences at at the resort um think sorcerers of the magic kingdom type stuff uh mm-hmm. the first one's called magic quest and this is where you're battling dragons and things like that and you purchase a magic wand for starting at like 17.99 um there are a bunch of different magic wands and there are different toppers to, so if you want to upgrade your magic wand, there are different toppers to go with the magic wand. And you go on this quest around the resort, um, stop when you want, come back from your in your next stay. Uh, it works at other resorts, other um, Great Wolf Lodges as well. But not only do they have, like, regular small kiosk screens, but they also have, like, huge... Um, like curved screens with with that interact with it. They have um, like uh, treasure chests that you wave your magic wand and the treasure chest opens. Um, they have a inside the buffet. There's a huge tree, and there's things that interact with it there. And even some of the kids' suites, the rooms, have m- magic things that happen with the magic wand. So that's kind of cool, for the for the kind of um, probably my age kid, maybe a little younger, but for the little guys, they have what's called Clubhouse Crew. This one's actually a little pricier, surprisingly enough, but it's a build-a-bear type animal with an embedded RFID chip, and so you use that on a different set of kiosks around the resort to have an interactive game experience, which is kind of cool. Um, the rooms are nice, very simple. They've got the, the rustic, the rustic, um, headboard and things like that. The, the lamps have little mice or something, you know, little critters on them. And, uh, really, really, oh, yeah. And just a little, little theming. Um, like I said, I will put uh, links, not links, I'll put pictures in the show notes page so you can take a look at Great Wolf Lodge and let me know what you think. Um, it is a little pricey because it includes the water park. But, you know, if you, it might be fun to take a couple days break from your Disneyland vacation, move over there and experience it for a couple days and then, then move back to Disney. Um, any questions about it? No. Okay. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Sounds like it's yeah. Sounds like fun.
2: It's on um, our list for sometime in the next couple months. Cool. Oh, your
0: girls would
3: probably love yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Lily's
2: been begging to go since she first heard about it. So, you know, I guess my my initial gut when I looked at the website <laughs> for the first time and looked at their theming and stuff is they were trying to be Legoland without the property behind it.
0: Okay.
2: You know, they were trying to do <coughs> what Legoland does and create the family rooms, mm-hmm. you know, with the separate areas and right. stuff like that.
0: I think um, I have info on the rooms. Let me let me look and see if I do.
2: Without, you know, really having the design decoration. I mean, mm-hmm. Legoland, and, and I'll talk about that in my rapid fire, um, Legoland's certainly expanding and adding new rooms.
0: Um, and just so you know, there are 600 rooms. Uh, they have a family suite, double queen suite, um, you know, suite with bunk beds, um, you know, just a bunch of different, different room combinations. Um, they were, they said that the, the water park capacity is 2,000. And Gosh. so rooms there's six hundred. So if you average three three people in a room, you know, that's eight what eighteen hundred. So yeah, there should always be enough room for everybody at the water park. So that was kind of cool. All right, let's move on. Um, let's talk about the streetcar. So we've been we've been talking about this streetcar off and on for the last five years since we've been here. Uh, but the city of Anaheim has released a route map and a little more details about the streetcar that would connect the Arctic, Anaheim Regional Transportation Intermodal Center, ugly name, uh, to Disneyland and the Anaheim Convention Center. So the 3.2 mile route would take 18 minutes, making eight stops along the way. Uh, begins at Arctic, like I said, and... Um, from Arctic, you can get well, Amtrak, Greyhound, uh, Orange County Transit, the Art, the Megabus, the Tres Estrellas de Oro bus that comes from, from Mexico. Um, and of course, there are stops, at, along the way, uh, it looks, it goes down Cotella Boulevard, or, yeah, sorry, Cotella Avenue. Um, and then goes up behind Harbor, across, Probably it looks, it goes across Disney Way, stopping at the, at Disneyland Resort, and then over to the Convention Center. Um, the, there's a, like I said, a stop at the Convention Center. The other stop at the Disneyland Resort would be at the proposed new parking structure that will be behind, um, the, Basically behind the Carousel Suites, Carousel Inn and Suites. Have we
3: talked about that before? We, we have,
0: yeah. That okay. They, so they there's going to be a parking structure. They purchased that. There's a, an, a like a adult school or some kind of school back there, right behind uh, Quality Inn and Suites. All that all that space behind Quality Inn is uh, they own they own now.
3: Um, I I knew that they, they owned it, but I thought. Our discussion was going to be that they were going to be moving backstage over there.
0: That's Some of that, too. But they're also talking about building a structure with 6,800 spaces. Wow. And they're going to uh, tear out, allegedly, the Carousel Inn and use that as the walkway from the parking structure. And also um, possibly building a pedestrian bridge over, over Harbor Boulevard. Hmm uh cost of the streetcar project is almost 300 million dollars um of course not everyone is in favor of spending the money um uh, our our good friend <laughs> mayor Tom Tate says that even if money were no object i still wouldn't build it transit money must relieve congestion and increase mobility and this car, streetcar does neither it actually makes it worse um and of course as they always do uh, Councilman Chris Murray disagrees, countering, we have a vital transit corridor and the streetcar will help alleviate congestion on our roads in Anaheim. Uh, the fleet of 10 streetcars is expected to be in service by the end of 2021, uh, with ridership up to 1.25 million annually by 2035. And Disney officials have no comment or have not taken a position on the streetcar project. So I, we are so addicted to our cars that, I mean, art does
1: okay, but I don't know. We'll see. So who would, who would this be serving? Would it be the people staying at the hotels and motels along that route or that many people use the trains to come in?
0: That's right. Exactly. There's, there's one stop, um, it starts the Arctic. There's one stop just under the fifty, just past the fifty-seven, and that's what that is. That what that where the Ayers maybe is. Um, there's and then two more stops along Catella. There's the stop looks like at, a, at Garden Walk. Um, then a stop. Uh, actually, there is two, there's a stop at the new parking structure, and a stop at the old old parking structure or the the current. Um the current like hub outside like outside a harbor, and then went to the convention center, so you know, this is all gonna change, I'm sure before it actually gets built, but it's it's gonna be interesting to see if it actually goes through and and how long it takes to build
3: Someone's asking yeah. um on mixler if that if the um if l a x connects to Arctic. Actually, Mark was
0: asking. LAX? I I don't think there is a...
3: A shuttle that uh -uh.
0: goes... You could take the Amtrak to Union Station and do the flyaway bus from there. They have a flyaway bus from, from Union Station downtown that goes to LA, and it's only like, what, seven bucks or something?
1: No, it just seems like the mayor might be right with this one. I just don't know who's <laughs> right going to be riding this right. thing. It's a lot of money for... for uh, yeah, and
0: it doesn't cover all of of the resort area. It just goes straight down straight down Catella and across Disney Way and then over to the convention center along Catella, or on along Harbor. So, yeah, I... For that much money, it should it should cover more ground.
1: And you know it'll go up. Oh, yeah, I yeah. no, it's going to be
0: like yeah, 500 million.
1: Yeah, because they always take the lowest bidder knowing, and the lowest bidder knowing they're just going to then add in their <laughs> costs as they go along. That's how California works. Do we want to, to talk about bullet trains? Yeah. Or the Bay Bridge. <laughs> yeah. Or Shanghai.
0: Oh, that's not California. Um, it right. just
3: affects California. Yeah, exactly.
0: All right. So let's talk about Luigi, Mary Jo. I got to ride twice, and you got to ride once. Um, what's your opinion?
3: I really liked it. I It's during the dry season. hmm It'll, it'll rain
0: Yeah, no. Yeah.
3: During the dry season, because it started to rain, so they stopped it. But, oh, my gosh, I'm still singing the Mambo song. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I like the fact that they have different songs that the cars dance to, mm-hmm. and that you're going around. It, it, it was fun. I really didn't pay too much attention looking at other people because I was having too much fun in our car. Yeah, plus plus sharing the and, ride with.
0: And this the is other. not an e-ticket. It was never meant to be an e-ticket. Um, you know it's a C-ticket. Right? It, it's comparable it's- to the fun level of Mater. Finally. I think I would
3: say if when people ask, just think of because people were asking, can we drive it? Whatever, just think of being in a bumper car, Uh going all different directions, but you don't steer, yeah, and you don't bump into the other cars. But what you do, do,
1: just like bumper cars.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you go all over the, and there's no center, and you go all over. So maybe, maybe not like bumper cars, but that's how (laughs) I felt. You do have one strap that goes across the two people that sit in there. Uh, two parents and a, uh, two slender parents and a child yes, could fit. Or, um, or, or a parent and two small children could fit together yeah. that I think there wouldn't be an issue with that. Um, other than that is really a two person or one person ride. It was just so much fun. It, I like that we, we did, there was this one part where all the cars were in a, were dancing in a circle with two cars in the middle mm-hmm. dancing. But that doesn't last for a long time. So you're not going to get bored because you're just constantly changing directions. And there's this one part where everybody spins. But it's kind of, it's a dance that you do with all the other yeah. cars with the music going and everything. So it was, I thought it was fun. My daughter's friend, who's a guy, he said it was very cute. I think it's a perfect ride for families. I think parents and children or adults will like it too. But this is a great, great ride to ride with your kids.
0: Um, it is very low capacity. There are 18 cars. So, uh, if, if the line is long, it's going to be a long time. Um,
3: yeah. That's, that's the, that's the one downside yeah. that it is going to be. Cause one of the cool things about maters is, I don't know why, but the line is not, is usually not really long. Right. Well, they have so- double
0: capacity too, right?
3: Oh, that's true. They do. Yeah. I would say that that twenty to thirty minute max is what I would wait for this <laughs> ride. Well, um, and
0: I love the the that one room in the queue that the the bulletin board. I could oh, look yeah. at that yeah. for for at least five minutes. Um, they
2: didn't change it, did they?
0: No, the the queue's exactly yeah. the same.
2: Yeah. So that's. I mean, including that including all the ride.
0: references to the dancing tires.
3: <laughs> oh yeah so it was fun yeah because they did have um what was that the dancing they did say dance on it right yeah um, yeah it was a big tire on it
0: yeah Danza. But,
3: and i think the music is probably the same but it's figure the the uh dance lasts as long as a song
0: yeah but well, it's like Allison in this chat room says it's 75 seconds but
3: I thought it was more like ninety. Yeah,
0: it was yeah, I thought it was yeah, I thought I had heard ninety seconds, but
3: yeah.
1: Um Is there a homage to the the deflated previous attraction in there?
3: Uh, Only the, the tire references around the ride right itself. Like yeah. they still have the tope remember the topiary with the with the tires? Uh huh. They still have that. And then they have this huge, like I'll call it a billboard type sign. And it's a huge tire and it says dance across it.
0: Oh, okay. Um, what was I was gonna say, uh, now they're, they're, they have special cars that open up more. Cause I mean, these are, you just slide, slide in and sit down. But there are some cars that the doors actually open for people that they, in wheelchairs or have need, have accessibility issues. And so they use the same cars for, for that. Um, and they're not, Trying to get the like they do with the tires, where they had special tires that they they had to push into the little corral and things mm-hmm. like that. So,
3: and they also don't pull the cars to the side like they did in the for the tire for the accessible. Yeah,
0: that's what. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. The little corral thing that they yeah, use.
3: there. In fact, there was a family who was riding next to us. I think mm-hmm. right, Tom yeah. and the little boy needed yeah. a wheelchair, yeah. so they ran and they grabbed the. So they just the we, chair. they
0: just wheel them out to the actual car and and load them in and. Move the move the wheelchair out of the way. Yeah,
3: so and it, I don't think that took
0: no, uh, uh-uh.
3: much time. And so, and for those of you who are wondering, because I know some pe- some of you are, you know how they have the eyes on the cars when you're looking from the windshield. It's just like those decals where it's you can it's just like writing. Like it's just car. like
0: riding on Radiator Springs Racers. That kind of decal on the eyes.
3: Yep, I never even noticed the eyes on Radiator Springs. <laughs> okay. Really? Yeah. So it's just like that. Yeah. No. Never. It's it's obvious on these cars because you're walking up to them and you see the eyes and they're so cute and, and you have the men cars with the mustaches. And I have my own car. <laughs> Has my initial Are, are you MW. sure they're men
1: cars? They are Italian, you know. I looked under the hood.
0: <laughs> <Hey>.
3: Thomas!
0: <laughs> what? Well, Check, I checked the dipstick.
3: <laughs> okay, so moving on. It was a very That's hard ride. Rating. <laughs> it, it was a very fun um, ride that I thought, and I, w- I definitely will go back on it. it, was, and it, was, I c- it I'm was, looking forward to writing it with yeah. Zoe and, and Lily. It was funny we'll because too, the,
0: the line on, on the preview day on Friday for annual pass holders was longer than the line on Saturday for the soft openings.
1: Oh, gosh. Yeah.
2: Oh. Well, I got a text today from someone who wrote it late this afternoon that said, you'll... You'll need Dramamine.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah.
3: Oh,
2: you would, Nancy.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was kind of cool, though. On the annual pass holder day, they gave out keychains.
2: That's cool. Yeah.
0: That's a, and it so, and specifically has the logo and says annual pass holder preview. And then on the backside has a lovely um, advertisement for Alamo Rent-A-Car.
3: So did you get one then?
0: Yeah. yeah. And, of course, nice. they scan your annual pass, so they, you only get one.
3: Yeah, they, everything, oh, that was another thing that we experienced because when I, Tom was actually in the line ahead of me, like <laughs> maybe, what, 20 people, so he waved at me. Yeah. So I sent him a note saying, hey, Tom, if you want to ride it, you can join me, and I was waiting for him to say, yeah, you could join me. That never happened.
0: <laughs> I figured you would just I'm- shoved your way through, but.
3: No, that's, that's, uh, there were too many people. And, yeah. Like, I was okay. I was okay, we were,
0: we were in separate, the separate rooms, so.
3: Yeah, so it was funny. He waited long enough to wave to me like a neener. He was ahead of me. But um the the ride broke down so the people in front of me it I thought I was just I would just wait it and wait it out and finally the cast members said um since they didn't know when the attraction would be coming up again because it was sprinkling off and on, they just kind of like walked us all off and the people in front of us said something and so she said, Yeah, sure, I'll give you a fast pass um to come back and I said, Well then I want one too. <laughs> so when they did that, all they did was scan my Annual pass. It's
0: so like the, the, barcode. The, the DAS program. Same kind of.
3: Oh, is that? Yeah. Okay, I've never. So yeah. so. that's what they did and um, asked me how many were in my party. So I said two because I figured that Tom and I would pro- hopefully go back and we could share a car. So I said two. And then um, that's what we used when we went back and they just scanned my card. No, they didn't. scan my card. They tried to several times. They didn't. She's
0: actually. got a bad card.
3: I have a bad card. Yeah, my card is unread- unreadable. So,
1: <laughs> so this it's- is an attraction that can't run in a rain.
3: Correct. They say that if the ground gets wet, then it can't. It, it won't run. And it was barely sprinkling, and they shut it down. So, luckily we're, well, unluckily we're in a drought. But you know when the when it doesn't rain that much, here, so it'll only it'll cause. Issues during the winter months.
1: Yes, definitely. Yeah. I um,
0: But there's other attractions that don't run in the rain. Was um,
3: yeah. Teacups. Does, okay, go ahead. Teacups
0: doesn't run in the rain.
3: Just ask them if you can have... If, if you do go there and you run into something like that, ask them if you can get a fast pass to go back.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea.
3: Yeah. And it's not a fast pass attraction, no. but... You know, just to avoid the, the lines. And they walked us right on. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. We had no wait. Yeah.
0: All right. That is the news time for Rapid Fire. I will go first because I can. <coughs> <laughs> that was for Mary Jo.
3: <laughs>
0: She's like, I like when you say that. I'm like, okay. Um, makes me laugh. This spring, Six Flags Magic Mountain is introducing a groundbreaking, that's where, their words, new ride experience the new revolution virtual reality coaster in partnership with this is the, this is where you need drama. mean, uh, Nancy in partnership uh-huh. with Samsung gear, VR and Oculus, the new revolution will be equipped with wireless headsets that while wearing allowed you to enter a virtual world with high resolution imagery and 360 degree views that synchronized to the action of the coaster. Um, so I think I read this going to be like an alien battle or something like that. And so you don't have to look at the mountain around you. You look at in your goggles and um, you, it's while you're riding the coaster, which is kind of cool. Um, I
3: remember when the coaster first opened, it was the first 360-degree uh, right, coaster. Right, the first loop, yeah. Yeah, it was the first loop roller coaster, and it was, we were, it was so fascinating. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny that now, as they're saying, it's not exciting enough that you're doing a loop. You have to now strap on goggles Mm -hmm. to make it even more so.
0: Um, it should be opening soon. I think they're doing annual pass holder previews, or not, sorry, season pass holder previews, uh, March 20th, beginning March 26th. So soft opening then. So should be, in about a month or so, it should be open, so. I I don't know. I to me it seems like a legal nightmare to have these goggle things attached to your head while you're going on a loop on a roller coaster. And um, well, you
3: know how the Magic Mountain they they take so, so much care when you get on those rides. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: every I, every every time I go on Tatsu, I think about that. I I I like the experience on Tatsu. But the thinking about how you're strapped into that thing just scares the crap old. out of me, because <laughs> you're facing straight down. If any of those, like, I mean, normal roller coasters, you're sitting in a seat, so if if the harness gives way, you're still sitting in the seat and you can kind of hang on. But Tatsu, you are all your weight is on the 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 the, the, the harness, and uh, never mind. Sorry. Let's not talk about that. Um,
3: <laughs> that goes the
2: yeah,
0: exactly. All right. <laughs> uh, Mary Jo next.
3: Okay, well, over in Turtle Talk with Crush, he's getting some new friends who are going to join him. And this would be Dory and some of her friends in her new movie, which are going to be Destiny the Whale Shark, Bailey the Beluga Whale, and Hank the Septipus, <laughs> which is <laughs> a seven-legged yeah. octopus. So... Yeah. So um, also, uh, Minnie Man Squirt will also be swimming by for the first time, and Nemo and Marlin might also be joining them. So Turtle Talk with Crush is getting just a little bit more interactive than it has been, which is really exciting.
0: Very cool. All right. Thank you. Yeah.
3: So she might even speak whale.
0: <clears throat> she already does that, doesn't
3: it? Well, when she's with Crush. Oh, okay. She might speak. She might speak. Whale. Gotcha. All
0: right.
1: Thank you, Mary Joe. Um, Michael.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, in just a few weeks, huh? the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine so Festival excited. is going to start on every weekend in April, and... They're starting to release a little more information about it. Uh, there, we've got some information on the chef demonstrations, webinars, and celebrity chef appearances. So there's going to be culinary demonstrations featuring some of the best chefs in the world, including some of your favorites from the Disneyland Resort. I have no doubt Nancy's good friend, Andrew Stanton, will be there. And these are, this is going to. We take saw him yesterday. He said hello to Nancy. No, not really.
3: He oh. said hello to Tony, Tony yes, and Tom. He did. Yeah.
1: Uh, well,
3: <laughs> he doesn't so know Nancy's you know. Nancy's not me. the only one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was very good. Good comeback um, Anyway, uh, all of these culinary demonstrations are going to take place on the back block stage in Hollywood Land. Um, don't miss your chance to earn, a, learn a new technique during these thirty-minute complimentary presentations. Seating is limited, so be sure that you arrive early. Conducted in a relaxing setting of the Sonoma Terrace at the Golden Vine Winery, they're going to have the beverage seminars, and these are supposed to be fun and informative, and you can quench your thirst for knowledge about wine, <laughs> beer, and spirits. These are 45-minute uh, seminars, and they will include up to three tastings. Um, the cost for these is $15 per person plus tax. Stage 17 in Hollywoodland will be hosted the Celebrity Kitchen, they're going to have some of the biggest names in the culinary world, including stupor, stupor,
3: Superstar Chefs. <laughs> I like that, Superstar. I know.
1: <laughs> Guy Fieri, Graham Elliott, oh. Keegan Gerard, um, Robert Irvine, and Disneyland Resort Executive Chef Andrew Sutton. As they oh. share tips, treasured recipes, and behind-the-scenes stories, while they show you how to create their personal favorite dishes. Um, They will have an autograph signing after each of their appearances. This cost is $99 per person, and then tax and gratuity. And uh, annual pass holders, you have an opportunity to enjoy a special celebrity kitchen VIP experience. This includes um, premium seating, priority access for the autograph session, and a special gift. And this cost is $149 plus tax and gratuity. There's also some seminars called Beyond the Kitchen Lifestyle Seminars, and these celebrate springtime in beautiful California. These are held in Hollywood land, and these are seminars are, are an opportunity to learn more about exciting topics, including gardening, horticulture, and health and wellness. So we will have a link in our show notes where you can make reservations for beverage seminars and celebrity kitchen experiences. And we hope to see you there. This, I'm really excited about this. I'm looking forward to it.
0: I also dug out the old food and wine page on the Diz and updated it mm-hmm. with all the schedule. So I'll put okay. a link, link to that also in the show notes page. So we have a, a dedicated page for to keep updated for food and right. wine. Um, so Okay, so the, the non-celebrity chef demonstrations, I'm assuming, will be on the stage there in Hollywoodland because it says seating. And there was uh, well, that bench seating there.
1: Yeah, oh. yeah, that's not what not I was not the Mad well. Tea
0: Party stage, but the other stage. The little that's one. right, because the, the last
3: time it was in front of the um, the sun, sun yeah. that's not there right. anymore. Yep, right. So having it on that stage with those with the chairs, so that'll yeah. be interesting.
0: But then, what are they gonna get get rid of the Mad Tea Party stage real quick, or is that maybe where the horticulture thing is going to be?
1: I know, Somebody, oh knows,
0: Yeah, it is. And they got somebody they got two days to get rid of he, it.
3: Who's the... What's the uh, kiosk that sells things over there by the Muppet Theater?
0: Oh, Oken's, uh, o- Wondering Oaken's. Oaken's? Yeah.
3: yeah, somebody told me they were going to be using that, that he... They're clearing that out, his stuff out, and that that would be food and wine also. Oh, cool. Well, that okay. would
2: certainly be nice. Because they are, you know, they used vending carts a lot last year. Yeah.
0: Well, and they have... They have, t- they have the two bars in that area, The the... Oh, that's right. Well, they can
2: use those for specialty drinks and stuff, though,
0: and food samples. Yeah, should be interesting. Um, I also saw somewhere that they will of course do the same thing they did the last time, where they had special items at each of the counter service service? locations in in DCA. So, that'll be fun. All right, Nancy.
2: Okay. Well, if you can't get enough of your Starbucks in the parks and at the downtown Disney one, or say you're coming from the Disneyland or Paradise Pier Hotel and you desperately want to get your fix before you get to the Starbucks over there by World (laughs) of Disney.
0: Just can't wait for that caffeine.
2: (laughs) Well, you know, it used to be so swell to have that coffee shop, you know, have the coffee shop in the bookstore. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? That building's going to be hosting another coffee shop. <laughs> actually yeah, I'm Nancy. It's gonna <laughs> be uh actually it's gonna be in the old Apricot Lane building where the D V C D V C has its uh showrooms. Um it's um they're gonna be sometime in twenty sixteen. They're going to be putting a new uh, Starbucks, and this is probably where that little pop-up Ghirardelli shop was over the holidays.
0: No, I think it's actually going to be in the building, because DVC only used like two-thirds of that building.
2: Right. And then they had a little Ghirardelli oh, was, was pop-up it inside shop the, in. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the building? Yeah, they had one inside the okay. building. Okay. Yeah. In the, it was at the, in the, on the left side. Yep. There's that little storefront. So that's where I'm assuming it's going to yeah. end up. You know, they haven't been very specific, but it (laughs) says it is, it says it will be located next to Disney Vacation Club on the west end of downtown Disney District. So, for the fact that they made that into a pop-up shop over the winter holidays, Mm -hmm. says to me that that looks like that'll be the place.
0: Very cool. So, Uh, there you go. All right. Game. Thank you, man. Thank you, Nasser. That is right. Well, you know what? I had so much fun with rapid fires. Let's do it again.
2: Yay! Okay, okay. I go first. Ooh, we're daring. We get around today. to Yeah,
0: what? <laughs> we're All right, Daring cool. today. I know. It's it's new. It's new. It's exciting. All right, beginning March 18th, 2016, guests can get a preview of the of the upcoming Disney feature The Jungle Book in guests The Bugs Life Theater, um, including special in-theater effects, ooh, and an introduction by director John Favreau. So we'll go from Zootopia preview to Jungle Book preview in the Bugs Life Theater. And we'll never see the bugs again. I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Um, all right. Mary Jo, do you got another one?
3: I do have another one. Surprise. This okay, is, cool.
0: <laughs> this not is that terrible, I planned been... this at all.
3: <laughs> this is spur- this is just for the moment. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but we were talking about Zootopia in chat yeah. and Mixler. And everybody's talking about what, what, how much they like it and everything. Nancy went and saw it today, right? Yep. Loved and it. And I think Michael and Carol also saw it today. And my yesterday, yeah. Oh, yesterday. I'm sorry. Get it well, right. Come on. I've got some good news for people who've seen Zootopia and have come to, coming to love the characters. Uh, two of them, Nick Wilde and Judy Hopps are going to be joining the characters at California Adventure in the Hollywood Boulevard over there. So that's something to look forward to. Um and that's going to be happening soon. I don't have a date. It's sometime this spring. So it's before June. Maybe spring Probably break we'll the, see them. It so by then Should be soon I'll because the movie's Sofia. out, right? Yeah, the movie the movie just came out. People are loving it. It's getting a lot of really I think uh somebody said in Rotten Tomatoes it got a 98%. It got a 98%.
2: At one point it had a 100% and then it dropped down to a 98. Dang it. Okay, that so 1%. this, it must this be is, because of Craig and his crazy, Craig, yeah. lovely review. <laughs> yeah, that's what
1: I was thinking. What are your thoughts, Michael, on it? <laughs> I thought it was very well done. It's, it's beautifully oh animated. Gosh, yeah. And when you read about the technology that went into this, how they animated it, uh, you know, there, there's, uh, I mean, one of the characters, I think Nick Wilde has, has more hair than, um, or the otter has more hair than Elsa and how, and how they had the, they how they researched all the way the animals moved, all their different fur and all that, and they had they animated everyone differently, so the fur would move properly I mean it's amazing, but so it has a good storyline that I think will hold everybody's attention, but what I really thought is this is a great film that you can use if you need to have some of those difficult discussions with children uh you know if you need to. Talk with children about why you don't treat people differently based on their gender or their race or, um, their appearance. This movie can be used as a launching point for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, if, um, you know how, how if you, if you want to accomplish something, you can do it through hard work and perseverance. You know, the dreams just don't magically come true. Uh, th- this is good for that. Uh, just on how, um, we treat everybody equitably we we don't treat them based on preconceived notions because they look a certain way or because people we've known that have looked like them have acted badly it doesn't mean they're going to act badly yep. uh, i mean there's just i i mean there's all kinds of really deep meanings you can take this at surface value and it's just a fun film but really, for younger children, you can really open up a lot of discussions with this. Well, how would you, how, how do you think, um, you know, like, well, how do you think Nick felt when everybody thinks all foxes are crafty? So everybody just thought Nick was crafty. I mean, I mean just think of all the modern day examples you could, um, you, you can attribute that to you know based on race and things like that um also for for older children you could even get into to discussions on government even the discussions of how um fascist leaders in order to to get people on their side they have the population focus on a certain group of people based on their religion or based on their ethnicity i mean we saw that in world war 2 we're seeing that now we saw that in the film Um, you know, based on a certain type of species. So, I mean, this really hits at all kinds of levels, this film. Um, also, I'm hoping they make this into a series because the way it ended, this could be a weekly TV series. Really? And I would, I would watch it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to give too much away, but, um. Yeah,
3: I'm glad you're not
1: because. <laughs> I, it, it, this could be. I mean, this is, this is the ultimate, like, buddy. It's a buddy film, sort of the way Toy Story is. Maybe not as quite as successful as that, but it's, it's a nice buddy film. But they had to work at it, just like Woody and Buzz. Woody had to work at it as well. Th- that, that same kind of journey happened in this film. And once people got over preconceived notion, um, you know, judging people based on their, um, well, their species in this case, um, then the friendship formed. So, I don't know. Nancy, what are your thoughts on it?
2: It was, I thought it was an incredibly well-written story. And I agree with you on all of your points. Um, it was such a fresh a fresh story or a fresh take on for a Disney movie. Um, you know, I certainly wouldn't have expected the story to be like the story was. I thought the voice acting was amazing. I thought the scenarios were amazing. How one thing led to another, to another. Um, oh my gosh. Just the whole concept of Zootopia and the boroughs and districts. Um, oh, yeah. the animation so going from district to district was phenomenal. And just the little touches that each district was maintained and had its, you know, environment kept a certain way and created a certain way. And the level, of, and and they, the
1: level and of detail. Yes. In all like of those th- scenes. The are sprinklers. Amazing.
2: In the mm-hmm. rainforest.
1: <laughs> and and the and rodent town or what oh it's it called. Oh my God, the rodent town was
2: phenomenal. <laughs> just the level I mean when the train pulls up and and they had they they really thought about all of the civilians and making things accessible for all of the civilians. Mm-hmm. Uh, just it was really, it just the detail, the level of detail like that was great, Um and Ginny Goodwin did an amazing job at, as Ginny Hops. Yes,
1: or
2: as as I, I, all as, of the. Oh. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know All what the I mean. voice Judy actors Judy are Hopps,
1: spectacular. Judy
2: yes. Jenny Goodwin did an amazing, amazing job with the voice acting. That's
0: Jason Bateman, right? The other Jason yes. Bateman, perfect. He was perfect. Cool.
2: Was the he? I like yeah. Jason amazing. Bateman. The yeah. casting was, and there was one that we were surprised about. Oh, um, the one of the voices. Um. One of the voices is the same voice actor that plays Grunkle Ford in Gravity Falls. (laughs) Um, which we just recently, now that they've ended that series on the Disney Channel, our kids just recently got Mm -hmm. into it. Um, but, so it was fun picking out different voice actors from the crowd and, and.
1: And stay, stay through at least half the credits. (laughs) There's a, there's a payoff. Um But uh, then you can leave because then it's just regular credits. There's nothing at the very end.
2: What was there halfway through the credits? Because we stayed through the whole thing.
1: Um, I'll tell you after um, the, never show. Mind. the They're sent on a case. Do 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 um. do 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 <laughs> do, do, <laughs> do, do. No, you see that
3: we. Saw, I haven't seen the movie yet, so. Okay, I don't, We just I don't, saw credits. I want to be surprised.
0: Oh, we no. just saw
2: credits. We didn't see anything special.
1: Um, Michael, yeah, Michael, Yes,
0: definitely, we'll talk later, email you later, okay,
2: Uh, oh, 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 wait a minute, I, never mind, I, I think I, I think I got it, never mind, moving on, yes, (laughs) when they go to the real credits, yeah,
3: all
0: right, when they
2: go to the real credits, stop it, la, la, la,
0: la, yeah, um, all right, let's move on, Michael, Michael, Raphael, number, number (laughs) two,
1: all right. Actually, for this one, I don't know why it took them so long. <laughs> right. Well, now you have a whole tasty new way to watch World of Color. Uh, this will be the last thing in the park that doesn't have a dessert party. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, you can end your magical day at Disney California Adventure Park. Uh, beginning March 17th, 2016, they're going to have a nightly sparky, sparkling dessert party with reserved seating. And a spectacular view of World of Colors Celebrate. Did you say seating? Seating, yes. They're going to have high top tables and chairs, which I wish they had lower ones because some people, you know, can't get in those big chairs. But that way you can see over the crowd. Yeah, probably. Probably. Um, and you get to enjoy a sweet and savory selection of desserts, elegantly plated on china. How many of those are going to end up in people's purses? Um Desserts include a dulce de leche. How do you say that? Oh, dulce, dulce de, de leche. leche. Thank you, filled cookie. Um A Mickey coconut macaroon. If you don't like coconut, I hope they substitute. Um A selection of fruit and artisanal cheese, just to name a few. Adults can indulge in sparkling wine and sparkling cider will be available for guests under 21 years of age or adults who don't drink alcohol, I would imagine. Cost is $79 per person, tax and gratuity included. Reservations are highly recommended and you can make them now. Uh. Again, that link that Tom's going to have up in the show notes, um, you can make reservations for uh, the World of Color Dessert Party, or you can call 714-781-DINE, D-I-N-E. Dine. Very cool. We need to do that. All right. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) Nancy.
2: Okay. I'm going to take us off Disney property for my next one. Well, you know, not everything exciting this week has happened over on Disney property.
0: A lot of it, though.
2: Well, yeah, okay. but not everything. <laughs> For instance, Legoland California, um, added their buy one day, get four free, and splash at the water park pass.
1: How often do you hear that?
2: <laughs> So, the Legoland's got a few things going on right now. So, that's the first one, is buy one day, get for free. Um, the, um, it's an online exclusive, so you have to buy it ahead of time. Almost, all visits must occur within five days of the first, le- of the first visit. Um, it gives you unlimited admission to Legoland, California, Sea Life Aquarium, and Legoland Water Park. Ticket prices adult is 117, that's ages 13 and up, and child ages 3 to 12 is 111. So that is an extremely good deal if you're Sounds planning like on doing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, with that, you could also take advantage, um, between now and it ends May 15th, um, save over $200, um, kids stay and play free family package. So, one night stay in your choice of themed rooms, two two, two day adults. Um, Two free kids, two-day Legoland Sea Life hopper tickets, free buffet for breakfast for all guests in room. That's another one. Um, Hang on. And uh, there's another, um, let's see, same thing, offer valid for stays now through March 18th, so I'm not sure what that one is that's different. The kids stay and play free. So that might just be kids. So if you've got the buy one to get for free, you can use that for the kids. Um, and then last but not least, uh, the Lego Friends rooms are now available to book for stays starting March 10th. So not only do they have the original rooms, um, which are the Pirate Kingdom or Adventure Rooms, um, they now also have Lego Friends Rooms. And those also have the bunk ba- beds. Um, and it's a, it, it says the design is basically complete with the cafe, the stables, and v- their very own Lego treehouse. So it looks like the kids' room is is done up like the treehouse and cool. the main adult bed area is like the stables. So So there you go and the would that leave the cafe as the bathroom? I don't
0: know. <laughs> <Ew. laughs>
2: kind of seems a little odd. But um but anyway, that is uh all the uh latest uh Poop or scoop on the uh, Legoland stables. Um,
0: <laughs> Jeez. All right. I didn't
2: know how to tie that. Yeah, up, no, so there you, you go. Parrot,
0: right? All right, thank <laughs> you, Nancy. <laughs> yeah, we had tons of rapid fire this week, so there was—I mean, just we couldn't pick, so we did it twice. Uh, there was
3: so much to do to talk uh, about.
0: There was, yeah, there was tons. All right, folks, for those of you listening live on Mixler, stay tuned for Nancy's segment about making sure your kid has the best time ever at the Disneyland Resort. Uh, that Otherwise, that is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplug. Be sure to catch all of our other Dis Unplug podcasts this week. And of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.
3: Hey Mambo, do do Hey Mambo, still dancing.